0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Ferguson Show. I know it has been a minute, but I am back in town. Uh, I wanted to dive into a topic today on why I am bullish on Litecoin. I'm going to be giving a few uh, articles that I'm going to read off of, give you my own perspectives and opinions why I am particularly bullish on this project in the midst of all the other altcoins that you could potentially be invested in, and why I believe Litecoin is here to stay along with Bitcoin and uh, two other altcoins I think that will potentially uh, be here for the long run. Uh, Without further ado, as always, you can follow me on my social media. I'll drop that in the show notes below. And if you're interested in cryptocurrency, please feel free to use my link. I will link that in the description show notes below. If you deposit $100 into Coinbase today, you will get $10 back in Bitcoin. So feel free to use that link. Without further ado, let's get into this. So, why am I particularly bullish on Litecoin? Well, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I spent at least several hours. Uh, this was, I believe, on Friday night, going into Saturday morning, late into the after hours. I'm talking 12 to probably 2 a.m., 3 a.m. That I just spent researching, you know, looking and reading at article after article after article, uh, comparing all the the pros and cons, you know, to Litecoin. And for me, yeah, I'm sure there are. There's going to be cons to every you know, uh, crypto project, even including Bitcoin, uh, you know, it it definitely has the problem with how fast things can be confirmed on the network. I definitely have, you know, taken my fair share. I've waited to confirm, you know, a transaction on the blockchain network for Bitcoin. Almost, I think the longest has been an hour and a half. And then I sent some Bitcoin from my exchange to my uh, DeFi wallet. And that took... Like literally four hours because the exchange I was using at the time was having issues with uh, their servers. So, uh, for whatever reason, the uh, block wasn't uh, being recognized on the blockchain because the exchange, when I sent it, was not working right. So there was also that issue, but that was more of a technicality. But if we're talking about everything working, I've waited nearly about an hour and a half just to confirm different transactions or or different send orders uh, to my DeFi wallet for at least an hour and a half. Now, the quickest time I've ever had Bitcoin is probably within less than 10 minutes. Um, That's the norm for Bitcoin is about a 10 minute transaction. And I just found Litecoin so interesting to me. And I think it's not only and you'll hear this all over YouTube or different people talk about it, that it's such an undervalued crypto. But I think More so, we have to look at what the outline of this crypto is trying to do. I actually believe that this coin could potentially overtake Ethereum in the long run. In the short term, I think Ethereum will excel. I think its price performance in the next few years is going to be great, depending on how the SEC rules Ethereum. Uh, And I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, and why I'm gonna stick to Litecoin for the most part because I believe it's a safer bet, but I think in the long term, I think Litecoin could potentially outperform Ethereum in the late future. Let me tell you guys something. I sold my Litecoin a few months ago and I said, screw it, I'm just gonna stick to Bitcoin. I didn't even wanna invest in Ethereum or any other altcoins. I even sold my altcoins not too long ago and I just was all in on Bitcoin. And uh, I, that, I continue to basically preach that. I, I don't think a lot of these altcoins are going to be here in the future. I think a good majority of them are going to be regulated and taken off exchanges due to the fact that they do not comply with SEC regulation. They don't pass what's called the Howey test. The SEC has already said, there was one guy in the SEC that said, oh yeah, I don't consider Ethereum as a as a uh, security, but a vast majority said that countered that argument because people were like see ethereum's not a security a vast majority countered that in the sec and said well that was the agreement of consensus of one individual not the embodiment of the sec so this obviously can you know stir up a, a lot more fud in the market All we're hearing right now is the fact of, well, Bitcoin's going to the moon. We're going back to all-time highs of 69,000 again, because as we know, we've had about a 50 to 55% drop from all-time highs of 69,000. So now everybody's like, it's going to the moon. It's going to the moon. And very well, it could. Uh, But again, we have a few meetings from the SEC. Uh, We have the Fed meeting with Jerome Powell coming up in March. Um, we have stocks just this past week. We had uh, Facebook, I think it was down between 22 and 25 percent. Tesla down 10 percent. Uh, Apple, I think, took a little bit of a dive. So we have some uh, the stock market, some of these these companies, especially Facebook metaverse, they dumped billions of dollars into their company uh, because of meta, because of this new you know, virtual reality space, and they took a nosedive of like 25%, and everybody was shocked. You know, the stock was at like 312, and now it, it was trading a few days ago at 252. So that, that you know, it doesn't seem like a lot, but in the investment world, if you have a lot of shares in that company, that's a big hit. And the NASDAQ and the Dow Jones, they were down 20, uh, 20 to 30 points the other day, and they've been down a few weeks between 1,000 and 4,000 points. So we're seeing that uh, the stock market is starting to take a hit as well. And as we know, or if you don't know, that the stock market reflects the crypto markets, the crypto markets, you know, pretty much follow what the stock market does. If there's a politician or a celebrity or some public figure or a tragedy go on, like something like right now in the world, we have the Russia problem with Ukraine. We have the truck driver strikes. Um, we have inflation, we have politicians saying they're going to heavily crack down on cryptocurrency as a whole. So it creates, again, going back to it, a lot of FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the market. And therefore you have, you know, individuals that are that are scared. So they're going to quickly sell to make profits, whether they short the market or they put in a new long position, depending on where they stand, you know, that pretty much takes place. So I think uh, people have to understand that, We have a lot of uncertainty in this market right now, whether you're in crypto or stocks or real estate, gold, silver, whatever the asset class may be, even your own business, you are in an extremely volatile stage of this market. At any point, this market can pop. And if you are not a super bull, if you are a bear, you will know that we are in a huge asset bubble right now, no matter what asset class it is, honestly. And that bubble, I believe, is ready to pop. Now, you have a lot of individuals that always say, well, well they've been saying that forever. You know, They've been talking about that since 08, right? Uh, that Every time that somebody speaks about that, we always go up from here Yeah, I mean, I I can say that usually that's what happens. We've had individuals in the past that say, oh yeah, the stock market's gonna close out and crash at this date, at this time, at this year, and it never happens. Um, Here's what I'll say to that i never like to predict when stock market crashes are going to come down, but I will tell you this, the stock market will crash at some point. I do not know the time length or the date, the time, any of that, when that's going to happen. But ladies and gentlemen, if you believe that the markets just go up from here without any consequences, you are living in a fantasy world. You cannot borrow against a value of a company, and if the value of the company is not making their share price and they're not making their profits, I'm sorry, but that company is going Going to go down that stock price is going to fall this plays into why i'm particularly bullish not only just on bitcoin but on litecoin in particular since 2011 since its inception has had ups and downs just like any other cryptocurrency but its market cap dependability has been pretty uh, consistent. Now it's lost. <laughs> it went from 7.9 billion, I believe, to about 4.6 billion, 4.5 billion today. Obviously, when we had that 50% correction about you know a few weeks ago, that fluctuated the. Uh, you know, market cap and people selling off their positions in Litecoin. The reason why Litecoin is so unique is because it stood the test of time, just like Bitcoin has. We haven't seen it get regulated heavily like we have XRP and get delisted off of exchanges. Um, It doesn't actually have that problem uh, with SEC regulations. Um, Actually, there's four cryptos, and I'll name them right now for you, that do not uh basically go under fall under the umbrella of the howie test because they are not deemed a security at this time with the sec and that's going to be bitcoin litecoin monero which is aka xmr and dai which is a stable coin uh me in particular, I want to kind of stay away from Dai and XMR, even though they aren't securities. And the main reason I'll just tell you flat out right now is going to be scarcity. When I first got into the crypto market, I thought, well, I'm going to buy all the coins that everybody's talking about because those are the ones that are going to prosper. Buy Shiba Inu, buy Doge, uh, buy Ethereum. You know, buy up all of these you know long term hoddles that everybody tells me to just hold for the long term because it's going to go up in value. Until I really started digesting and redirecting myself on what projects are actually sustainable here. What projects are going to be here by 2030? What projects have the least regulatory uh, issues that can arise in the future? What crypto projects are going to be here for the long term and what ones are going to have sustainability with the SEC guidelines, with governments, um, with price performance, with upgrades, with innovation, Uh, you know, with control over how much of the circulating supply is held in the creator's hand, right? As we know, Bitcoin today and a lot of these Bitcoin maximalists, they always will tell you, well, you know, Bitcoin's going up from here and this and that about Bitcoin, which I'm a bull on Bitcoin. I'm I'm a bear and I'm a bull when it comes to Bitcoin, I'm a bear in the short-term, long-term bull in the long-term for Bitcoin, and I'm going to say the same thing for Litecoin, Um, but everybody always tries to negate the fact that Satoshi still owns a million Bitcoins, right? A a million of these things. And if at any point he sells, well, that can definitely fluctuate price performance. The reason why, uh, though, I stick with Bitcoin and now is going to be Litecoin If I had to invest in an altcoin, which I I told myself I'm never going to do altcoins again until I really researched and had this brand new conviction. I really tried to collect as much data and facts and information that I could to present this argument to you. Not financial advice, not a financial advisor. Please don't take this out of context. Do your own research and consult the right financial channels if you are considering investing because you were never uh, you know, guaranteed to make any money in, in, in these markets, no matter if it's the stock, crypto, real estate, gold and silver markets, Any of these markets, you're never guaranteed to make money. However, with the proper education and the proper uh, utilization uh, of risk management and um, your financial means, this can be very profitable to you. Again, the biggest thing that I believe in Litecoin of what I like compared to every other project, even including the ones that are deemed not securities by the SEC, XMR and DAI, is scarcity Bitcoin profits so tremendously right now because of its uh, its scarcity. There's a fixed amount of supply. Supply and demand goes up and down all the time. Uh, there is only so many people who can own so many Bitcoin in the world uh, before we run out. Now, the projection of when Bitcoin will last be mined is uh, 2140, and Litecoin is actually two years after that, which is actually quite funny because in 2009, that's when Bitcoin really became known, and then 2011. That's when Litecoin became known. So Bitcoin and Litecoin have a two-year differential in when they were debuted, and then when they actually, or, or when they became known and then debuted. So what's weird is that you have a two-year difference, two-year time difference. You know, Bitcoin's going to be. You know, last mine in 2140, Litecoin 2142, uh, and their having cycles are almost like the same halving cycles, four years, um, and they run off of proof of work, uh, consensus, and uh, they transact a little bit differently. Litecoin is supposed to be a lighter version of Bitcoin, meaning that it's not necessarily um, used as a store of value, but more so as a use of transaction so meaning that you're going to be able to use Litecoin to pay for products and services um, a lot more efficiently than you are to Bitcoin. And this is why people don't really understand Bitcoin as well. Bitcoin is supposed to be used as a store of value, digital energy, digital property. That is its real and, and its gold uh, necessity in nature. That is its real um that's where the real asset kind of comes into play. You know, Bitcoin is not supposed to be used to pay for a can of soda like a Coca-Cola or it's not supposed to be used to pay for a gift um, or a service or um, even be gifted as a present. Although there are people who can send and receive Bitcoin at any given time and people can still do this, but it's real uh, portion is is not, it's real, uh, very Bitcoin nature is not to uh, do this sort of thing. It is not to uh, transact or spend it on a uh, purchasing power level. It's not really used to do that. It's used as a store of value. And obviously, you can transact with gold if you take real gold and you actually you know, try to purchase something or trade it for some uh, product or service or something of value. You can do that, but it's less likely to happen. You're not gonna go to a grocery store and say, here's a gold bar, you know, give me my groceries now. This is not a, a normal thing that we do. We usually have to take gold or silver even to a uh, brokerage or a uh, jewelry or pawn shop. And then we can extend our hands of gold or silver to the jeweler and examine it to make sure it's real. And then based on the uh, quantifying ounces or carats or however it is measured, we are then exchanged fiat, which is uh, the dollar for cash, you know, for actual monetary value. And Litecoin basically says, oh no, you can actually use Litecoin. If you put fiat in Litecoin, you can use Litecoin with whatever fiat you're using that's integrated that's sent into the litecoin blockchain or or sent into these coins and then use it as a form of payment for whatever good or service or product that you may need that is essentially what litecoin does it replaces the store of value component of bitcoin and gives you a transactional uh transactional store of value i guess you could say uh in the purchasing power of that item right? So it's not a store of value in the sense of the same way Bitcoin is, but it's a store of value in the sense of purchasing power. That's really what it is. And this is why I'm particularly bullish. Not only that, but there is a fixed amount of supply. There's about 84 million in circulation and about 69.6% or 69 million. Let's just say, I don't want to put the point in there. We'll just say 69 million total uh, from the 84 million that have currently been, uh, you know, mined. So that's been about, what, about 14, 15 million total uh, coins that have been mined and that have had halving cycles. And now that is the current supply of what we have. In total, it'll always get 84 million in total. But now we have had 14 million from 2011 or 2013 when it first debuted to now of when, you know, what, what supply we currently have, the market cap, About 4.5, 4.6 billion, uh, you know, currently trading at. And uh, I believe the price today I looked at was about 123 to 124 uh, per coin, which is a drawdown from its all time highs of about, I think, 450, 460 to what it was. Um, I could actually look that up for you guys. So, but clearly, uh, you know, we can see that this coin has potential. You know, it it has a solving mechanism that we do not have to use, you know, Bitcoin at all. We can simply use Litecoin as a transactional uh, fundamental when we're having to, to basically uh, use this for products or services. So it had a all-time high of 350.25 and that was back 12.18 of 2017 from there, it dropped in price, uh, and then it was about 2017, all the way to uh, May 3rd of last year, 2021, of 377. So it was just about 400. I was a little off in price. I thought for some reason it was at 400, but according to Coin Market Cap, it was a little bit under 400. dollars um, But still close enough. So. We've seen that this is the, the price performance and it's traded sideways from then. And uh it had another all time high, but not as high. Um, I guess you could say a lower high of 262.76 back uh November 14th of 2021, and then took a nosedive all the way down to today's price, uh, which has been at about 124.88. And that's been sustainable since, I want to say, the beginning of this year. Um, We did see an all-time low of 106.95. That was January 26, 2022. So if you bought in then, that's a great buying opportunity. It was even greater back in, I believe it was 2017. It was about uh, back in November of that date, uh, between $50, $48, $60, somewhere in there. So that was a great buy back then. And then if you got it before that, damn, you got it back in what, November 11th, 2016, you could have got it for $3.76. Basically though, uh, we have, you know, a a possibility of this coin projecting very well in the future, in my opinion, because there's a greater user case at play here for, for Litecoin. And again, the number one thing that I'm bullish on is the fact that it has a scarce supply. We look at Ethereum, we look at, we look at Cardano, Solana, Avalanche, Polkadot, any of these Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, you know, any of these altcoins, and they all have uh, not fixed supplies, but unlimited supplies. And you have to understand this, ladies and gentlemen: unlimited supplies, in my view, in crypto, is not a good thing. It is not a good thing. You know, uh, we've seen Ethereum. Ethereum. Uh, I was just talking to my cybersecurity expert yesterday. He's telling me Ethereum already had uh, several attack vectors uh, on the network that were not good. They impacted the network extremely uh, badly. And the fact is, is do we really know if Ethereum is the most secure out there due to the fact of something like that? right? From my knowledge, Litecoin has never been hacked. It has never had a huge uh, attack vector happen. Um, If anything, what I've heard uh, as well from my cybersecurity guy that's also in crypto that I talk to on a regular basis about these things, uh, you know, he advised me and he said, just to let you know, Litecoin does not have any miners that are near dangerous areas like Bitcoin or Ethereum. Not saying, you know, Litecoin's going to outperform Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin will always be on top. But I think Litecoin as a whole can definitely outperform uh, Ethereum, especially when I'm going to get into the uh, mimble-wimble upgrade, um, you know, a little bit later on. But again, ladies and gentlemen, it has a better track record. It hasn't gone down. It's never been hacked. You know, there's never been too many negative things on the Litecoin blockchain network that we've probably seen more so with Ethereum. Um, or something like XRP, where it gets picked up by the SEC for fraud and it not being or it not being registered with the SEC as a security. Um, again, we can see more of these altcoins going into, you know, that umbrella category of XRP at a later time. And I'm telling you, this could come very, very quickly. You know, we have executive orders, like I was telling you guys earlier. We have, uh, you know, certain things going on from the government that they're frowning upon. And that's due to the fact of their ignorance. They don't really know, understand blockchain technology. They don't understand cryptocurrency that we're not here to replace your dollar. We're not here to replace your fiat. We're here as an alternative um, measure, a bet against if the dollar goes down and crashes and burns at a future date based on rising inflation, money printing, and debt. We're here as an insurance policy against your fiat. That's really what what crypto is here. We are not here to you know, dethrone or overtake any of the Federal Reserve. That's what I, I think a lot of these government um, officials do not understand. Now, can it be used wrongly? Can it be used and in, in get into the hands of the wrong people? Yes. And that's why I think regulation would bring a good front to situations like that. Where I don't think it'll be a good front is things like the American Competes Act, with uh, you know Janet Yellen saying, "Oh well, with a blink, <laughs> within the blink of an eye and a click of a button, I could basically, uh, you know, take exchanges off, and I could basically delete, not delete them, but put them out of business with a click of a button if I think there's fraudulent activity going on in them." Um, so, th- those types of regulations I don't agree with, and they will have to be brought before Congress and hopefully vo- uh, voted on. I'm going to give you guys uh, just, again, um, an article that uh, I researched, read, added to my portfolio of things to kind of share with you guys um, on what Litecoin is, and hopefully you guys can get this. So the first portion of this article is, what is Litecoin? So Litecoin is an alternative cryptocurrency created in October 2011 by Charles, aka Charlie Lee, a uh, former Google engineer. Litecoin was adopted from Bitcoin's open source code, but with several modifications. Like like Bitcoin, uh, Litecoin is based on an open source global payment network that is not controlled by any central authority. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is key. We have decentralization. Litecoin differs from Bitcoin in aspects like faster block generation rate and uses uh, script as a proof of work uh, scheme, a a proof of work uh, network. It is considered to be among the first altcoins derived from Bitcoin's original open source code. Initially, it was a strong competitor to Bitcoin. However, as cryptocurrency market has become much more saturated and competitive in recent years with new offerings, Litecoin's popularity has waned waned somewhat. Right there, I I just want to highlight something to you because we have to understand fundamentals. We have to understand sustainability. We cannot go with, and please don't make, your mistake like I did, ladies and gentlemen, and invest in all these cryptocurrencies only later to find out about all these things later on that are very important, like SEC regulation, like sustainability, like hacks, like minor, uh, if you're a proof of work consensus, having miners in areas that are danger zones for cyber attacks that can take place on the network. Um, we have to understand that. And just because Litecoin may not be the popular crypto does not mean that it's fundamentals and uh, the technology and the innovation that's behind it is basically uh, going to be wasted or it's not going to work or it's not going to be utilized at a later date. We have to understand this crypto is probably the second best crypto, I think, in my eyes to invest in due to the fact of its security, due to the fact of its sustainability and its scarce supply of what it has. You know, 84 million total uh, coins in circulation. So just keep that in mind. Hype is not always the best with investments. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> As of November 2021, one Litecoin was worth $215, making it the fourth largest crypto with a market cap of just under $15 billion. So that is a big drop. I told you earlier it was $4.6 billion, and it was originally at $15 billion as of November, 2021, but we have to understand we had a market crash and a drop between then. It's gone down in value. A lot of people are investing and picking their money up and throwing it into Bitcoin or Ethereum or some other altcoin at a uh, fixed price that they feel deems fit for them. Um, So we have to understand these market caps fluctuate, but we can't negate the fact of, again, sustainability and the potential and possibility of Litecoins, uh, you know, overall market cap going up, especially when Mimblewimble comes around this new upgrade. Like other decentralized cryptocurrencies, Litecoin is not issued by a government, which historically has been the only entity that society trusts to issue money. So this is just like any other crypto. Uh, Instead of being regulated by a central bank and coming off of the press at the Bureau of Engraving and Printing, Litecoins are created by an elaborate cryptocurrency procedure called mining. Mining which consists of processing a limit of Litecoin transactions. Uh, I'm not going to get into the development of it again because I kind of already told you it was developed by Charlie Lee in 2011. Um, Let's go down to the scarcity, right? So like Bitcoin, the maximum number of Litecoin is fixed. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we want a fixed supply of cryptocurrency. We do not want some allegor. Uh, you know, coming in there and just continuing to add more and more supply and messing with the price. There will never be more than 84 million Litecoins in circulation. Every two to five, uh, 2.5 minutes, the Litecoin network generates a new block, a ledger entry of recent Litecoin transactions through the world. The block is verified by mining software and made visible to any system participant who wants to see it, aka a miner. Once a miner verifies it, the next block enters the chain, which is a record of every Litecoin transaction ever made. So again, you can see this on BlockFinder the same way through Bitcoin. You can see this through Litecoin. It's the same exact process, ladies and gentlemen. And we have to understand this process is where Bitcoin propelled. This is how Bitcoin became what it is today. After the test of time, more adoption, more individuals getting in the space, we have to understand that this is how Bitcoin became what it is. Litecoin, in my view, and in my opinion, is following the same similar, well, I'm not going to say same, similar fundamentals that Bitcoin is. Even if Litecoin hasn't done any great uh, blow off top since 2011, which it has. I mean, it has had 377. We've seen in the 300s. I think there is a $400. I, I might have looked at that wrong. I think there is a $400 top for that. But we've seen that it's following in the same or similar. I keep saying same because Litecoin and Bitcoin, for some reason, they're like interchangeable to me. Um, similar footsteps as Bitcoin was in its early days. So again, as with Bitcoin, the number of Litecoins awarded. Uh, for such a task reduces with time. In August 2019, it was halved, and the halving will continue at regular in- intervals until the 84 million Litecoin is mined. The Litecoin Foundation estimates that it will be around 2142. The maximum of 84 uh, million Litecoins will be reached. Again, ladies and gentlemen, same uh, year, or not same, but right around the same time, Bitcoin is going to be you know, finished mining. Two years off. Twenty-one forty is Bitcoin. Twenty-one forty-two is Litecoin. We—it's it, it, mind-boggling to me that we've had Litecoin in front of our faces this whole time, and we're not—we're not picking up on these little. Uh, you know, similarities between each other. Script proof of work algorithm. So Bitcoin, Litecoin and many other cryptocurrencies uses a proof of work algorithm, proof of work consensus in order to secure their networks. Basically, proof of work requires that one party proves to all other participating parties in the network that a required amount of computational effort has been uh, expended. Unlike Bitcoin, which uses the SHA-256 proof-of-work hashing algorithm, Litecoin uses uh, the less resource-intensive script proof-of-work algorithm. Script is a password-based, key-driven function. According to Tarsnip, the script key function was originally developed for use in the Tarsnap online backup system and is designed to be more secure against hardware brute force attacks than alternative functions such as PB uh, PBKDF2 or uh, Bcrypt. <laughs> I, I, again, I know that's a lot. I'm just giving you guys a software information. It is important to know, not as important I think as the other stuff that goes into it, um, but clearly here we can see that it, it uses a little bit of a different computation um, power. Uh, it, it, it uses a, a different software um, alternative not necessarily as powerful as Bitcoin, however, not too far off from Bitcoin, right? So we have to understand this. So how is Bitcoin different from Litecoin? Litecoin was launched with the aim of being the silver to Bitcoin's gold. Like Bitcoin, Litecoin is a peer-to-peer internet currency. It is fully decentralized, open-source global global payment network, um, and Lee developed Litecoin with no aim, uh, to improve on Bitcoin shortcomings. The broader differences between the two currencies are listo- listed in the table below. So we, I have a table in front of me. And again, I'm going to try to link these um, articles that I have as reference points for you guys. So that way you guys can actually read the full article and in its entirety itself um, for yourselves. And you know, obviously, make a financial decision whether you feel Litecoin is going to be a great investment or not. Again, not financial advice. Please consult an advisor for that. But this is just for opinion and entertainment purposes only, informational purposes as well. The creation of the creation year of Bitcoin was 2009. The creator was Satoshi Nakamoto, aka Anonymous. Coin limit is 21 million, block generation time is 10 minutes algorithm that they use, which is software is SHA256. Initial uh, Bitcoin reward after one Bitcoin is is mined uh, is, or I'm sorry, not after one Bitcoin is mined, um, but 50 Bitcoin are rewarded through the mining process. Uh, current block reward is 6.25 Bitcoin. Uh, rewards halved uh, every 210,000 blocks. So after 210,000 blocks, the initial reward uh, is 6.25. That is the current block reward. The initial one, I'm sorry, was 50 after every 210,000. So please forgive me on that. Let's look at Litecoin. So Litecoin's initial inception was 2011. Who's the creator? Well, you know, we do know him, Charlie Lee. Coin limit was 84 million. Block generation time, significantly less time than Bitcoin, at beating Bitcoin at about eight and a half minutes, uh, 2.5 minutes total uh, from how long it takes one block to be generated. Uh, algorithm is script, like we talked about earlier. Same initial reward. Pay attention to this. Initial reward was 50 Litecoin after each block size, right? Uh Current block reward is twelve point five, and that's just due to the fact that it has four times more uh, fixed supply than Bitcoin does at twenty one million. After each halving cycle, for, after eight hundred and forty thousand blocks are mined. After each halving, uh, the current block reward is twelve point five. So clearly, it's about close to six and six to six and a half. Uh, Litecoin uh, more than uh, Bitcoins, which is honestly not that far off. Now, do your own research with this, and I don't have it in front of me, but go and look at what Ethereum's is and compare these. Are these in the same pools? Are these in the same categories? Because I'll tell you this, Litecoin and Bitcoin, I believe, are like brother and sister with each other. I actually believe, possibly, Charlie Lee may even know satoshi nakamoto i mean he may even know the group of people who who either created bitcoin he may have been a part of it um or he may know if there is just an initial creator of bitcoin he may know that person and i want to believe that it's a group of people because bitcoin is so complex but why is it that charlie somehow knew uh and has the same again they're not exact the same similarities same similarities as bitcoin does why is that? Why is it? and And why is it that you know, all of a sudden Litecoin comes out two years, you know, after Bitcoin? You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like in my eyes, and this is where it gets a little conspiratorial, but it's almost like in my eyes that Charlie knows something and he's not at liberty to say. And what I wanted to highlight too, uh, and, and we're gonna get into this last piece here, the future plans for Litecoin. Um, and then, uh, I, I want to, I kind of gave you guys the reasons why I believe you should buy it, but again, not financial advice. Um, so I won't get into, uh, you know, probably the reasons why, cause I kind of already gave you them, but I'm going to definitely get into Mimble Wimble upgrade. And then I also want to, you know, lastly touch on the NFT, the future of NFTs with Litecoin integration, which is big, that is big because that could send Ethereum on its freaking way that is going to put uh, competition in ethereum's way because as we know right now there are a few other crypto uh, projects that support nfts on their platforms or on their coins uh however uh we do know that ethereum is the king of nft blockchains right now currently right now every almost every single nfts that, that you buy you exchange it with an ethereum so the fact that there could be potential of NFT integration with Litecoin is huge. Future plans for Litecoin. Litecoin has implemented several features since its launch intended to improve its transac- transaction speed without compromising the security and integrity of the network. Segwit, or segregated witness, was first proposed for Bitcoin in 2015. It works by segregating the digital, uh, the digital signal data, aka the witness, outside the base block and the blockchain. SegWit was developed to the address Bitcoin scalability issue, but the proposal created deep controversy within the Bitcoin community. In 2017, Litecoin adopted SegWit, and because of Litecoin's similarities to Bitcoin, it was worked as a testing ground or testnet for SegWit's viability on the larger Bitcoin network. The test was a success, and Bitcoin adopted SegWit thereafter. Some opponents of the SegWit adoption who advocated for the larger Bitcoin block sizes, created a Bitcoin hard fork that resulted in Bitcoin Cash. And you guys have to understand, too, that Litecoin is actually a uh, fork of Bitcoin. However, the fork of Bitcoin with Litecoin is actually here to stay, and it's sustained since 2011. Bitcoin Cash came out in 2017. And as we know now, Bitcoin Cash is not on top anymore, it's actually a terrible investment in my view, I would not invest in it and I don't even believe there's a fixed amount of supply with Bitcoin Cash. Let's talk about the Lightning Network. So, the Lightning Network the Lightning Network is a second layer technology for Bitcoin that uses micropayment channels to scale its blockchain capability to conduct transactions. Similar to the SegWit example, the impl- implementation of the Lightning Network on Litecoin has been a test net to prove innovations are possible on Bitcoin. Charlie Lee has also argued that when the Bitcoin blockchain is congested and the fees are high, it's easy to use Litecoin to onboard onto the Lightning Network. Very interesting. Very interesting. Mimblewimble is a privacy protocol that builds on confidential transactions that encrypt or obscure information like transaction amounts. It is argued that Mimblewimble can decrease block size and increase scalability. Charlie Lee announced in early 2019 that Litecoin would pursue Mimblewimble development and as of 2021, development is underway. Believe it or not, Litecoin is literally, most likely going to launch Mimblewimble this year because this article was actually uh, written November 19th of 2021. So two months ago. So we are very close to Mimble Wimble actually taking place and us actually having, uh, the upgrade in in full. So this is going to give just a, a brief overview of really, um, you know, again, you know, how it works, what, uh, what it's going to be doing and uh, how people are going to be using it on a day-to-day and we talked about it a little bit earlier but this is just a a quick overview again if you didn't get it the first time so litecoin can be used as a p2p aka peer-to-peer method for paying people anywhere in the world without any intermediary having to process the transaction it can also be viewed as a store of value or as a component of a diversified crypto portfolio. Again, I want to say that it's not so much a store of value. There's arguments that it can be used as a store of value because it's a technically digital silver. I want to say that it's not, but those arguments are still out there. And I guess the test of time, we will see how it really, you know, goes. So uh, again, it was, deba- uh, it was originally debuted in April of 2013, right around when Bitcoin really became, you know, debuted and well-known um, through different ways that you can buy Bitcoin. I believe there was even some crypto exchanges, very few at the time that you could buy it from compared to having to buy it from the internet. Uh, and one Litecoin was worth at that time around $4.30. That's crazy. Uh, what is the highest Litecoin price price? Um, what is the highest Litecoin price it has been? So I was correct. On May 10th, 2021, Litecoin hit an all-time high of 410.26. Uh, it's all its all-time low of $1.15 was recorded on January 14th, 2015. So we seen it cra- we've seen it go up at 410 back in May we've seen it as low in 2015 as a dollar and 15 cents, which is pretty crazy. So the volatility with Litecoin, ladies and gentlemen, is still prominent, just like it is with Bitcoin and any other altcoin. It's just as volatile. So just keep that in mind. The Litecoin halvings aim to preserve Litecoin's purchasing power. The last Litecoin halving took place on August 5th, 2019. On this date, the mining reward was reduced from 25 Litecoin per block to 12.5 Litecoins per block. The next halving is expected around... August of uh, 2023. So, ladies and gentlemen, if we go next year, August 2023, and we go to from we had 25 Litecoins August 2019 to 12.5, and we currently have that by August 2023, are we going to see another 12.5 Bitcoin go? Or or, or not 12.5, but it would be, are we going to see an. (laughs) Possibly from 12.5 to 6, which is equivalent to what we have with Bitcoin currently. And Bitcoin currently is at 6. We could see far less to 1, 2, 3 in the future. Um, I don't have those numbers in front of me. There's other experts that can tell you the exact number. But obviously, every year, we're having less and less between Bitcoin and Litecoin. If you are not invested in Litecoin and you do are considering it, now is the time. Because let me tell you if if Litecoin goes, you know, to 800, 500, even 1000 bucks a coin, thereafter it's probably most likely going to go to 5, 10, 15, 30,000 when uh, Bitcoin is going to 100, 200, 500, a million dollars a coin. So this would be the time to do it, ladies and gentlemen. So keep that in mind, not financial advice. Um, again, just going back to it so we can summarize How many Litecoins are there currently out there? Only about 84 million in circulation that will ever be. In November 2021, there were just over 69 million Litecoins in circulation. This leaves less than 15 million Litecoin left to be mined. About 54 million Litecoins as of August uh, 2023, approximately, we should have left. It says it right here. That level... Uh, or that leaves less than 15 million Litecoin left to be mined. That's pretty crazy, huh? Till the next halving cycle. So please be advised (laughs) that right now would be the best time to start adding your position, not only on Bitcoin, dollar cost average into Bitcoin, throw more of of a percentage into Bitcoin, obviously. Um, But if you are considering Litecoin, you're going to want a dollar cost average into Litecoin. And right now, I think almost everybody that has a decent job, can buy Litecoin at $123. Even if Litecoin goes back to $15, if you're a long-term hodler then you know that that doesn't really bother you, right? Um so just a, a quick fun fact, how can you trade Litecoin, meaning how can you buy it, um how can you sell it through, what exchanges can you use? So Litecoin is currently available on most crypto exchanges that includes Binance, Coinbase, Gemini, FTX, um Robinhood and PayPal probably many more as well. Um, Not only that, but keep in mind on the exchanges, most people know Litecoin because Litecoin comes up usually on exchanges as like the first couple common blue chip cryptos to really buy, right? It's the most known yet the least valued, It's, it's undervalued. So we have to understand that, right? So more people actually have seen litecoin even if they're not invested in it probably than they've seen shiba inu probably than they've seen ethereum probably cardano solana avalanche Polkadot, you name it so clearly we have a uh, portion right here that shows you that it's well known and well you know maintained on these exchanges now with binance if you're going to go through that if you're in the united states you can only uh, purchase through binance us if you are out of the US, then uh clearly you can buy it through that. Uh no problem. Uh Coinbase, Gemini, FTX, those are all, you know, you're all able to buy those through um, you know, the United States. I'm not sure if I'm not positive if like exchanges like Kraken uh currently have it, um, or Bittrex. Um, Kucoin, I'm not sure if if Litecoin is on there, but you can double check. Um, Robinhood, clearly you can do it through and PayPal. Um Just gonna give you my opinion, not financial advice. I personally um, don't buy any crypto. And I I started, I bought Doge on Robinhood, which was stupid. I don't buy um, crypto from Robinhood or PayPal or any other type of stock trading platform or money management platform. Due to the fact that I cannot send my crypto from those exchanges to DeFi wallets or somewhere, even if I want to do it in cold storage, it's very hard and almost impossible to do that. So keep that in mind. You're gonna, you know, probably most likely want to buy uh, crypto from, you know, regular exchanges if. You are interested in sending to a DeFi wallet. Now, if you just want to buy and hold and keep it on a stock exchange, you very well could, uh, but just realize you are not going to be able to send or receive Bitcoin from peers to peers um, or send it to a DeFi wallet because it's going to be stuck. You're going to have to sell it, take your profits and repurchase it with an actual crypto exchange. Please keep that in mind anyway. That pretty much ties up. What is the light? What is Litecoin? What is the Litecoin? What is it exactly? That ties up that article that was from Investopedia, well-reputable um, uh, financial tool um, to research. Now I'm going to get into the four advantages of Mimblewimble. These are a number of advantages to Mimblewimble in addition to ad, uh, advanced privacy. These include fungibility. So Litecoin holders can use this crypto as money, which means that uh, receipts cannot uh, see how much is in the sender's wallet so if you didn't know part of the MimbleWimble upgrade uh, which is actually something that bitcoin cannot offer you is peer-to-peer transactions solely between one another and with this upgrade this extension to litecoin's network you if if let's say it has an on and off button, you can press that on on button if you're gonna send, let's say $40 to your best friend, your mom, your aunt, your uncle, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, you're gonna send them $40 in Litecoin, right, to wherever their DeFi wallet is, whatever wallet address they give you. But if you have that, uh, let's say you have that um, button on for being able to not share that transaction on the block, Uh, The block still confirms it without the others seeing the exchange addresses going and communicating with each other, meaning only you and the person on the receiving end can basically see... Uh, those transactions going on. Not even. I don't even think the miners. I'm not even sure the miners can see. Uh, you know those transactions going forth. Yet the miners still know to confirm them, which is crazy to me. And this is why um, Litecoin's upgrade from 2017 to currently 2022. That's almost like what is that? 18, 19, 29, 20, about a five-year window, close to four and a half, five years. It's taken Litecoin to uh, get this. Scalability going now. There has been arguments uh, against Charlie about this because of regulation and governments not being able to see these sorts of things. So they are sorting that sort of thing out, um, and he has said that they're going to make it in a way where uh, obviously the um, consumers will still you know have to pay their taxes or fa- or, or or basically comply with state and, and local regulations on taxes. Um, federal regulations, etc. But as far as the security aspect of sending and receiving crypto without hackers or miners or anybody else seeing your crypto, uh, this is is part of what you know they've been doing with this upgrade. So then that's fungibility, right? That's a big thing, and that's a very hard, scalable type of of concept to really you know bring forth. And uh, with that, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano. Uh, what else? Solana, Polkadot, uh, Avalanche. None of these cryptos, to my knowledge, are doing such a thing at all, at all. They're just adding in a bunch of funk and junk to their stuff, and that's it. Except probably Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is very simple, and it, it it's just used as a store of value. But as far as sending and receiving stuff, the only one that I've seen and researched and heard about, and I've seen and, and researched a lot of these other altcoins, has been Litecoin doing such a thing. So pay attention to that um, data compression. So Mimblewimble also allows for data compression, reducing the overall block size. That's great. We have, you know, less to deal with, uh, maybe better for the environment. I don't know. Scalability. The protocol is currently an extension of Litecoin. However, it may also be a sidechain solution with possible integrations with Bitcoin or other or another blockchain. That's crazy. That is crazy. If there was such an integration with Bitcoin and this scalability happening as an extension, this would be massive. That could bring in NFTs, smart contracts, uh, peer-to-peer lending. I mean, this could change completely the whole atmosphere. And as we know, uh, Internet Computer, I recently sold off all of my position and actually took it and put it in Litecoin because... Uh, believe it or not, uh, internet computer is also an altcoin. And if you don't know it, go check it out, go research it. But they're trying to do a similar situation and they're trying to uh, integrate it within the blockchain network. I think it's mostly going to fail. I don't think it's going to be a great thing because they're using, you know, internet computer as a facilitator between people buying. um, And I think even trading uh, Bitcoin on the blockchain using um, internet computers, blockchain. I I just... I'm sorry I, I they have, you know, terms like canisters and all these funky terms. That I, it's just not simple to me. You need to simplify your shit. I don't personally invest in it anymore. I think it's a, a terrible investment, actually. Maybe it'll scale. I, I don't know. But after seeing what, uh, you know, Litecoin's doing in the way that it has a fixed supply, I just want to say Litecoin is most likely going to take that that crown, and at least that's my hope. I could be wrong, um, but we will see at a later date. But this is major. If it integrates with Bitcoin and other blockchains, I mean, Jesus, man, that that, that would be nuts. So uh, Mimblewimble, a.k.a. MWeb, removes... This is the partial privacy portion. So MWeb removes some of the Bitcoin scripts and uh, you know some of the transaction details enabling more privacy for users. So again, going back to fungibility, it's going to give more privacy and more security for users to use when transacting, sending, and receiving Litecoin on the network. Even if you convert, I mean, they, they may have where you can convert your Bitcoin to Litecoin, then send it. I think you can still do that now, but um, crazy how if you did do that, you would actually be able to just with a flick of a button, as an extension of Litecoin, MimbleWimble, you will be able to have a peer-to-peer transaction only between you and that person, that person and you, and no other person viewing that transaction on the block network, blockchain network. That's crazy, huh? So, those are four advantages, um, you know. And I, I just, I think it is. Absolutely astonishing to me after seeing this and, and after realizing that Litecoin has been in front of everyone's eyes for practically uh, now over 10 to 11 years. And still, we haven't really seen the similarities that it that is it has had to Bitcoin. No other altcoin, including Ethereum, I think is similar in nature with scarce supply, uh, with block size um, with transaction speed, uh, you know, with all these things in mind, we, I personally have not seen something come near to that. And I think the number one thing to me is scarce supply, scarce supply, scarce supply. I like cryptos that have that. That means that you cannot have creators, uh, you know, manipulating it and turning it into something else. And just to add, and I didn't say this in the beginning of the podcast, Charlie Lee sold off a big majority of his position in Litecoin to further develop Litecoin. That is a sacrifice. That man, I, I mean, I don't think he took a loss, but the fact that he is going to sell his Litecoin with the possibility of Litecoin going up in price to a $1, thousand, fifteen hundred, some even saying between eight thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, like for him to sell a good majority and now he only uh holds currently twenty coins, that's big. You know, and that shows a lot of integrity Uh, potentially behind this man that he, he really is, is in this thing. He really wants this thing to propel. And I think it's only, you know, it's only going to improve and get greater from here. And, um, in investopedia, there was another article about Litecoin, And it said that, uh, you know, there's statements being made that I guess in 2017, the reason why, because he was asked, Charlie was asked, why did you sell off a big majority of your litecoin and he said well there was controversy between me and the developing team with litecoin so that's why i sold all pretty much all of my position except 20 litecoins that i currently have and that's it now there is backlash a little bit from that statement because they said well you say that you own 20 litecoin but we have his wallet address has not been made public to actually show that he only owns 20 so it's kind of just us listening and saying okay we got to take his word for it but my guess is, is after these upgrades are accomplished and after things come through, there's a little bit more adoption, which currently apparently <laughs> uh, there's about 64% of what I saw um, on uh, a video I watched yesterday, 64% of institutions have positions in Litecoin. I don't know the percentage, but they have positions. That's huge. That's big, right? Um, as far as, you know, Him later coming out and either selling more of those 20 coins or keeping them um, or him leaving the company, which has already been said that he is going to leave. Well, I don't want to say company project. Um, The fact that he's going to be leaving and not coming back and letting the developers and the miners basically continue to upgrade the network is awesome, I think, Um, because that's similar to Satoshi. It's not exactly Satoshi's idea of crypto, but It's similar because he doesn't want to be the face anymore. He wants everybody else to uh, basically be the creator, the owner, right? And and that's kind of what Bitcoin is, right? Everybody is kind of the owner of Bitcoin. It's open source technology, meaning anybody can go in and do what they want with it. And that's really the greatest thing that I see. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I think... Ultimately, Litecoin is going to perform well. I think the price performance could be anywhere from $1,000 to $8,000 in the future. Um, I, I don't want to give you guys price predictions, but that's where I could see it going if we continue with these upgrades, um, if we continue with these, uh, you know, adoption rates through institutions, um, through it being more prominent um, on exchanges, and more people just buying it up and seeing the the potential. I think it's an undervalued crypto. Last but not least, I wanted to get into uh, NFTs coming to Litecoin. and This is pretty crazy because not only are they having Wimble upgrade, but now they're going to have another extension for NFTs called OmniLite for Litecoin. And this is crazy because, as we know, Ethereum right now has been literally the NFT killer in the game where everybody has flocked to uh, Ethereum, for hosting NFTs, buying NFTs, using NFTs through the Ethereum blockchain, right? Uh, pretty crazy stuff. And I know Cardano um, has said that they're going to have NFT integration at a later date. I mean, they've given a bunch of promises, so no offense to Charles, but they've given a bunch of promises, but they've never really come through yet. Um, and again, Cardano is not fixed supply. Ethereum is not fixed supply. Litecoin is fixed supply. Big difference. Uh, so... Let's just kind of get into this part right here. Um, So Litecoin's introducing NFTs. NFTs coming to Litecoin, right? Uh, Non-fungible tokens are currently one of the most explosive aspects of the entire blockchain and cryptocurrency space. Interest in NFTs have skyrocketed in recent times, especially with the introduction of blockchain gaming, uh, GameFi and DeFi. Not to be left out, Litecoin has announced a strategic foray into the NFT space. The global payment processing platform via OmniLite will make it possible for the uh, interested persons to create and manage NFTs on Litecoin. OmniLite for Litecoin will help bring new possibilities to the uh, Litecoin Foundation, creating more uh, use cases for digital assets. The introduction of NFTs to the Litecoin light light ecosystem is just one of such possibility. With OmniLite interested, uh, I'm sorry, with OmniLite interested persons will be able to issue, create and manage NFTs without leaving the Litecoin ecosystem. Further goes on to say the recently launched OmniLite platform is based on the initial Omni protocol, also known as MasterCoin, Bitcoin has uh, Bitcoin also made use of OmniLight as its secondary layer on its blockchain. Popular stablecoins like Tether also init- uh, initially went live on uh, on um, uh, Omni in 2014. Approximately three years later, USDT became an ERC-20 token, moving from Omni to Ethereum. The recently launched OmniLight platform. Was created by the combined effort of both Omni and Litecoin developer Loshan. With OmniLite, Litecoin Foundation users will be able to create and manage assets on the Litecoin blockchain. Quite similar to Omni, which makes use of Bitcoin network, OmniLite will operate using OP underscore return. This means the tokens generated on OmniLite will be an extension of Litecoin. Therefore, Transactions using these tokens will be recorded on the Lite- Litecoin blockchain. So, guys, now we have the potential. Not only are they doing Mimble wimble with peer-to-peer security, uh, you know, faster speeds and transactions, fungibility, scalability uh data compression but now they're getting into the nft side of it where they're going to have OmniLight as another extension of litecoin clearly this is this is a big big thing right the fact that litecoin now wants to have an extension of itself to have nfts and basically people can issue create and manage nfts without leaving litecoin ecosystem jesus man like more stuff you know, more stuff that they're putting on there, not too much stuff, but just enough to compete with the regular altcoin market on top of having fixed supply, sca- uh, you know, scare supply, um, having the scalability um, and, and keeping really up to date uh, on the network and potentially integrating with, you know, Bitcoin, and especially because it has a uh, Bitcoin has a layer that Litecoin has. Currently, right now, the trading price for Litecoin is one twenty four eighty one. So this is a perfect buying opportunity to get in and get your bags with some of the Litecoin. And um, I think it's a great buy. And hopefully, I created my argument of why I believe Litecoin will be around and why I believe I, you know, this is here to stay and why I'm bullish, particularly on this coin. To reiterate a thousand times, not financial advice, but really do your own research. And I'll leave these links in the description below so you guys can look at them if you are interested in the show notes. But uh, really take these into consideration, these, these aspects of the Litecoin network and these extensions that they're having. Because this could be the next altcoin in the space next to Ethereum that will blow up that will actually be here to stay. And I feel like I've presented a pretty decent argument of why now it is up for you guys to think about this and really take into consideration uh, Litecoin's effects that we could have in the future, right? So really just just think about it, take it into you know reality uh, within your crypto portfolio, or if you're not even invested in crypto, you know, at least consider this coin as being maybe your first port purchase or second purchase. I would say if I was, you know, if I was brand new to crypto, Bitcoin would be my first purchase. Obviously, most people can't buy a full coin, but you can at least get in and get a fraction of of what Bitcoin is. But my only coin I would have after that is Litecoin. I don't invest in Ethereum anymore. I don't invest in Polkadot. I don't invest in Shiba Inu. I I don't invest in these projects due to the fact that they could be heavily regulated. The only one that I'm in right now is Bitcoin and Litecoin. That is it. That is my conviction. And until proven otherwise, it will continue to stay that way. And uh, that is my argument for today. So that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen, of this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you enjoyed this po- podcast and enjoy the content on a regular basis, or at least I try to make it regular, uh, please feel free to write a review on Apple Podcast. Um, you can also subscribe to me uh, through Spotify and Google Podcast. And I will see you guys on the next podcast episode. I hope you guys have a great week. Peace.